We'd like to welcome you back to our current event and weekly Bible study for October 17th, 2010, and we're going to continue with our study on these recent UFO sightings. We just got done with the talking about the crystal skulls. Now we're going to go back to the main article. Uh, let's see. Incredibly, New York City wasn't the only place to experience such an unusual counter of UFO sightings. Strange UFO activity was reported and photographed over the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, California yesterday as well via their live webcam pointed on the city. And you can go up there and actually look at the screenshots of this. In addition, yesterday I also saw this daytime UFO filmed at the KLCC Towers, also known as the Patronus Towers or the Twin Towers in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Oddly enough, Sunday, October 10th, saw some similar objects over Moscow, uh, Russia, except in this case they were really moving fast. Lastly, what took place over Manhattan yesterday isn't that strange when you consider that something very similar happened near Yankee Stadium just two days earlier. Now, Yankee Stadium in New York, well, guess what was going on there? Okay, October 11th, this was when they were, you know, kind of getting near the end of that Crystal Skull ceremony. Or, or um, right, you know, they had private sessions, I believe, on those days. So, again, all this stuff happens when they reunite these crystal skulls. I think that that, from an occult standpoint, was the most highly significant thing going on, probably on planet Earth. Okay, so, and again, I don't say these things so we can sit here and wring our hands about them, but, I mean, if you're not even aware that these, these ultra-cursed crystal skulls exist, and the evil that are that is emanating through them. And, and evidently what they're saying about them is that, you know, by bringing them together, they're much more powerful in their effect than just having them at separate locations. So again, these are things that we as Christians can pray about and against because it is pure wickedness. And we are supposed to resist evil. Um, so let's go further here. Uh, but I'm getting sidetracked here. The point I want to make by publishing this information today is that something is happening with greater frequency and intensity around the world. To see proof of it happening in New York City brings it all closer to home for us. Because we view the whole alien UFO phenomena as a spiritual one, as opposed to an extraterrestrial one, this should concern us. Exactly. Okay, Because we, we have to have this in the proper perspective. Now, what I did is then I posted the link to the UFO phenomenon, the, the next great challenge for the church. You can listen to that. And I've done several on the whole UFO things as well. Then he goes on to say, why? Because it's evidence of a spiritual war manifesting itself in our physical world. It's part of the strong delusion. Evidence of this kind of deception and entities that we are seeing a whole lot more of in the very near future. See, this isn't going to go away. Okay? I mean, the church in general, not all, but... The vast majority, probably 99%, 99.9 might be more accurate, generally won't touch this subject with a 10-foot pole. Oh no, we, won't, we don't want to talk about that. We might be labeled. We might, our tithes may decrease. We might, I don't know, who knows what might happen. And they're acting as though nothing is ever going to become of any of this. You know, and, and they're not preparing they're, uh, the people in the church to deal with this deception. They're not preparing them at all. And it is something that all of us are going to have to face. I mean, unless we die tomorrow and the Lord takes us out of here, we're going to have to face this issue at some point or other. So, 
it's better to be prepared now than wait and, and, and to be um, swept up in, in this delusion when it really hits full force. Okay, so he goes on to say, are you ready for that reality regarding the UFOs? Would you even know how to witness to a family or friends about the truth behind it all once we find ourselves in that new world order? Because this is going to be part of the new world order. This is going to be part of the ushering in of this new world order. Us leaving, supposedly, this age of Pisces, which was dominated by Jesus Christ, they say. But the Jesus Christ they refer to is Sananda Emmanuel, or Master Jesus, their ascended master version, into the age of Aquarius, which will according to New Agers, be dominated by Maitreya. Um, which most likely, from a, from a biblical standpoint, I believe, will be the Antichrist. Now, he may not be. Okay, he may, be, he may come and point to someone else. So I'm not sitting here dogmatic. I don't want to sit here debate with everybody about, you know, is it Prince Charles, or is it Prince Charles' son, or is it Maitreya, or is it Colonel Sanders, or what, whatever. I, I don't want to get into that. Um... I'm just saying he's he's um, from a biblical standpoint he will play, I believe, some major part in the end time delusion. I've done I don't know how many teachings I've done on Maitreya. You can go up to YouTube, just Ken Scott Johnson and Maitreya M I or M A I T R E Y A I believe is, is how you spell his name. If, if I'm wrong, Maitreya, please forgive me. Sorry, just kidding, teasing. Anyway, um, so. Uh, so, would you even know how to witness to family and friends about the truth behind it all once we find ourselves in that new world order? Why is this important? That's why this is an important subject for Christians. And, again, if you're one of the very few that even has a clue about any of this stuff, you know, God's looking for people on earth that are going to rise up at this time and try to help other people get on track. There's going to be very few people because, again... For the most part, the pastors won't touch this with a 10-foot pole, so then their parishioners are not prepared either, okay? And as a result, there's going to be a lot of clueless Christians when this all goes down. And I really believe God can use the remnant in a mighty way to reach them. So, then he goes on to say, oh yeah, and just in case you're inclined to think that this is all nothing more than vain imaginations of bloggers like me, or me included, then I would encourage you to take a few minutes to watch the videos taken from eyewitnesses and local news stations from reputable news affiliates in the city. My heart breaks over the thought of the spiritual fate of millions once full disclosure happens, uh, complete with all the lying signs and wonders. And again, I kind of gave you that scenario before. It's probably going to be in the midst of a whole lot of other bad stuff as well. Uh, which will also be backed by national media seeking to shove a satanic agenda down our throats. Yep. It's what we've been warning about for years and years and years. Now, the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7 through 12, I'm just going to reiterate this. And this is regarding the end times. And this is regarding the cusp of basically the tribulation. Okay, the cusp of the seven-year tribulation. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. So there's this mystery of iniquity okay, that's working in the earth right now. But there's a restraining force kind of holding this back. Whether it's the Holy Spirit or whether it's certain angelic forces, you know, 
most of the time you see it's the Holy, the Holy Spirit keeping this mystery of iniquity from fully manifesting, fully manifesting on a global scale. But once he's taken out of the way, this mystery of iniquity will almost have free reign to, to go out and, you know, deceive. And then it goes on to say, and then that wicked shall be revealed. Okay, when this restraining force of this mystery of iniquity is taken out of the way, then that wicked shall be revealed. What is that wicked? Well, the wicked in this case is capitalized. And in the previous verses, it talks about the Antichrist essentially being revealed, the son of perdition. The Antichrist actually being revealed on a global scale. The, the wicked here is this Antichrist. And then that wicked, capital W, shall be revealed. Shall that wicked be revealed? Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders. Here again, one more confirmation. That that's how the chief way the whole world is going to be deceived is through the lying signs and wonders and miracles that that the Antichrist and the false prophet, and probably a lot of other people, but the big, big ones, okay, are going to be through the, the Antichrist and the false prophet. Well, they're going to be, I guess you could call them, they would be the highest level witches, warlock, whatever you want to call them, the, probably the world will have ever known as far as the level of witchcraft they will operate at and through. I mean, it's going to really blow a lot of people's socks off when they see, you know, them calling fire down from heaven and stuff like that. Or not from heaven, but calling fire down, essentially. And, and whatever else, they're, whatever other demonic or satanic parlor tricks they're going to pull. It's going to look pretty impressive. I mean, if you've seen these magicians on TV, I believe truly believe a lot of that's totally... Um, Demonic and satanic in origin, um, but it's gonna it's gonna make anything they've done pale in comparison, pale. And that's gonna be a big factor in people being deceived and falling for this stuff hook, line, and sinker. And then the next verse, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. See, I mean, if, if you're content with like being deceived and deluded and lukewarm, that doesn't bode well for you in the future. It really doesn't. Because you can call yourself saved all day long, but we're going to be tried. And when you're tried, what's ever really inside will come out. And I really believe you're going to see some of the absolute worst come out of people. In, in the day and times we're moving into. You're really going to see people's true colors. And I mean that, the lukewarm pseudo-Christians especially. You're really going to see what was inside them all along. Because God's going to try them, and he's going to force it to come out. Okay, whether they're really... you know, and, and if you have no love for truth at all, then that doesn't bode well for you, according to the Bible. Uh, now, I understand, the main truth is the Lord Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection, his finished work on the cross, his blood that he shed for us on the cross to save our souls. That's the main truth. But there are other truths out there, and there are other things out there where we can be deceived. And, and God, it's not his desire that we walk around being deceived in deception. The Bible says in Hosea 4, 6, that my children are destroyed for lack of knowledge. 
Then it goes on to say, Because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee, and thou shalt be a priest to me no more, and I will also reject thy children. So, uh, Jesus Christ said, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So, the truth, knowing the truth, and the truth making us free is predicated on us continuing in his word. That's why it's very important you're reading the right Bible. Get yourself a King James Bible. Read the right Bible. Don't read one of these other New Age versions, okay? Like the NIV that has 64, over 64,000 words removed compared to a KJV. Um, again, I've done several studies on that subject as well that you can access up on YouTube right now. Anyway, let's go further. Um, so, because they received not the love of the truth that they might be saved, and for this cause God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. See, what's scary is that God is the one that's, gonna, that's sending this strong delusion. He's permitting it. It's not as though he's the author of it, but he's permitting it to come. Okay, he's permitting it to actually come. I'm not saying God's not wicked is what I mean, okay? But he's permitting this strong delusion to come that they should believe a lie, that they might all be damned, and I believe this is part of this whole testing, trying trial of our faith in, in, in actually showing really who are gods and really who are not gods. Because the Bible says that he's going to vomit the lukewarm out of his mouth in Revelation 3 regarding the Laodicean church, which is essentially the, the church age that we're in now. I mean, it's an absolute, total, accurate description and depiction of what the church is now. You, you, I mean, it's pretty hard to argue. You know, they're neither hot nor cold, but they're lukewarm, yet they think they're in need of nothing. Yet in God's eyes, they're blind, wretched, weak, naked before God, yet they think they're in need of nothing. That's how the church is now, isn't it? We got our big fancy building, and we got our big fancy programs, and we got our Christian rock band, and we're doing this and we're doing that, and we got our 501c3 corporate corporate mantle so that we can write it off on our taxes, you know, and we're yoked up with the government, nice and cozy. It's an abomination to God. No, There's no Bible for any of that. So, going further, it says that they might be damned who believe not the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So, that's a warning straight from God regarding the very times that we're living in and moving into. So, going back to the main article, you know, this is also more concrete proof that the mass conditioning over the last several decades, courtesy of Hollywood and the pop culture, has worked wonders since something like what happened yesterday in Manhattan can occur and those interviewed either respond with excitement and interest and welcome it with open arms. Remember I said the reactions of the people? Furthermore, I normally wouldn't give anything like this any attention, but the fact that the story is carried by Yahoo, China News, is what has me somewhat intrigued. Now we're shifting gears into another thing here. He goes on to say, I think we consider what a somewhat official source, right? I mean, it's Yahoo China News. Now, this is a totally different story, what we're talking about now. Plus, we're all well aware of the many high-profile multiple UFO sightings in China in the past few months, some of which captured on film and video that forced the separate closing of airports in China. Remember, we mentioned that earlier. Which is why I looked into this a little more closely than I normally would. Now, this just happened the other day, same day, October 13th, this came out of um, China, and it said many journalists confirmed rumors from the news department that yesterday at 4 a.m., a village in the end of the Qing 
Quinling Mountains disappeared overnight with a concurrent sighting of a large UFO over the same area. There are now a large number of troops sealing off the scene. Now there's a video up there where you can actually see this. It's like a blue, real, real bright neon blue UFO in the distance over this village. And when they went and checked the village, the village was gone. Gone. Now, I don't know if that means the structures were gone, but it said the village was gone. So I'm assuming that everything was gone. Not just the people, but I could be wrong. But that's the way it it presented itself. So to recap quickly, a bizarre story has just come out of China reporting that a UFO has caused an entire village to disappear. As mentioned, this is pure speculation because there isn't any real confirmation for now, but apparently this happened on Sunday, October 10th, 2010. And again, they're going to... I don't believe we've got to the point where they're going to let this stuff out um, in mainstream news where they're going to give you all the gory details. Um, this was... This was um, this happened on... Oh, okay, Sunday, October 10th, and it was first reported in the news on October 13th. So again, October 10th, we got this crystal skull ceremony going on over in New York City. And then it was reported October 13th, which was actually the day that the UFOs manifested over New York City and a lot of other places. It supposedly took place in the Quinling Mountains, Shenexi province, which is interesting since there's a pyramid in that region, uh, which is referred to as a fabulous 1,000-foot white pyramid of Zan, and also a nuclear facility. There's even a video on YouTube that's starting to get a lot of attention as well. That's the video I mentioned. Now, what's suspicious about the story and the video is that it would support the entire agenda as we understand it, as we understand it will be presented to humanity. Aliens exist. Some are nice. Others aren't nice. Okay? So, this is a big, the good cop, bad cop. We've got the nice aliens, usually those are referred to as the Nordics, and um, they like to ski. They they're really they're really into the Nordic sports, cross country skiing. You know the whole. No, just kidding. Sorry, teasing. Anyway, no, they're the blonde hair, blue eyed, um, really really perfect looking aliens. And then you have the other ones like the Greys from Zeta Reticuli. They say they're from Zeta Reticuli, and um, uh, the reptilians and those types. So they've got the good cop, bad cop aliens. And the good aliens are most likely the ones that are going to present themselves, and they're going to say, well, but there's this other faction that we need to protect you from, which is all the more reason that people are going to accept them. They're all on the same team. They're all wearing the same jersey. Guaranteed. They, their jersey, I've seen their jerseys. It's, it's like that, a really cool NFL theme, and it has a big S on there. It doesn't stand for Superman. It stands for Satan, because that's the team they're on. Sorry, I just made that up. But anyway, um, yeah, that's that's essentially Team Satan. Okay, they're all on the same team. There's no good bad aliens. It's a bunch of garbage. It's it's just part of the lie that's coming. It's and it's already here. Um, but if they can come and say, "Hey, listen, guys, we got some kind of bad news. You better kind of let us take care of you because um, not only well, yeah, we'll give you our technology and we'll do this, we'll do that." Um, but there's this other faction of aliens that really, really, really are mean and bad, and they, and they kind of like to, um, 
they don't like humans. They they kind of want to eat them and stuff, and they 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 want to hurt them, and it's not good. I mean, isn't that what the theme of V is about? They're here to eat us. Okay. Well, hold on. And I know there's a lot of conjecture about Enoch. Okay, the Book of Enoch, and there's only one version I recommend. Okay, and that's the blue, the hardcover blue one. And I don't call it canon of scripture uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but the book of Enoch is quoted in Jude. Okay? And in that book, it says, it's kind of an expansion on Genesis 6. Okay? And in that book, it says that, that when the giants came, they consumed all the acquisitions of men. And then when there was nothing more left, they consumed man. Cannibalism. Well, if you were Satan, wouldn't that be kind of the logical end? Isn't that what high-level Satanists do with, like, humans and babies? They drink their blood, they eat their hearts. I'm sorry, that's what they do at the highest Satanic levels. Well, if you were Satan and you wanted to defile and create the most depraved humans on the planet, wouldn't that be the logical place you would ultimately take them? Cannibalism? Human sacrifice? pedophilia, sexual defilement of little children at the earliest possible age. I mean, there's no there, there, there's no end to Satan's uh, depravity, right? Well, those that follow him, he wants them to be like him. So this shouldn't really surprise us. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, I know this is a lighthearted, typical, whimsical subject that we talk about. I, I know, I know. I need to get a little more hardcore. Anyway, um, let's go a little further. Plus, doesn't that also tie quite nicely with everything we're seeing out of Hollywood lately? Now, this is one of the reasons that I just snuck that little last part in. Because, think about the soon-to-be-released movie Skyline. Have you seen the trailer for that movie? (laughs) It's coming out like this month, within a month. Well, basically what you see is this city. And in the city... All these blue lights start coming down, I think. And then they start like, it almost looks like they're electrifying the ground wherever they're hitting. And then at the very, very end of this trailer for this movie that's going to be premiering like within this month, we see all of these thousands of people being sucked up literally from the ground into this gigantic, again, alien, gigantic spacecraft over cities. And in this case, there's several of them. And it shows all these people screaming, getting sucked up into this thing. Well, do you think they're sucking them up there so that they can go up there and play tiddlywinks and patty cake? I don't think so. But what are we being preconditioned to to believe and receive? Well, just remember, the Lord Jesus Christ sits on the throne. And those days, there's a good chance that those days are actually coming. Again, you better have the faith to believe that you can deal with something like that. And I'm talking taking the King James Bible in your hand and going outside and rebuking that thing in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for the days when this actually starts to manifest in an open and outward way. Actually, it's almost going to be like finally the truth as far as the demonic manifestation of Satan on earth is going to be more out in the open. Right now, people are in like this haze of, of of this fairy tale dream world they live in. There's going to come a time in the very near future where evil is going to openly manifest 
whether it be in the sky, whether it be wherever. And I don't believe as born-again Christians we're called to run from it with our tail between our legs and, and, and act as though God isn't on the throne. We are ambassadors of Christ on planet Earth. I believe we have authority. I believe we have greater power than they have. I do, 100%. I've seen it manifested. I've, been, I've had too many supernatural things I've been through to not 100% firmly believe with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, all my spirit that God is greater than all of that garbage. Greater is He that is in me than, is, than he that is in the world. That's what the Bible says. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. We are ambassadors for Christ on this earth. And I'm, I'm honestly, I, part of me is looking forward to it. Because I feel like it's going to be more real than what this, this little fairy tale dream world we're kind of in right now. I want to see the Lord Jesus Christ get glory through his ambassadors of Christ on earth, boldly standing up to pure evil. I'm not saying to bring glory to the person. Or in my case, like to me, no, 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 no. I want the Lord Jesus Christ to get glory, and then you know what's going to happen? All men are going to see and fear and declare the work of God, for they are wisely going to consider of God's doing, according to Psalm 64. The righteous will be glad in the Lord and rejoice, and all the upright in heart will glory. What does that imply? That implies strengthening the faith of the remnant, and many people will end up getting saved. Because they're going to they're gonna really see the power of God. But if there's nobody with any faith to believe that, that you couldn't actually go against something like some massive UFO in the sky or whatever is going to manifest, if there's nobody on planet Earth to believe that, that you can actually battle something like that, well then, then you're right. In a, in a way, because in your particular case, you won't be able to battle it. In your particular case, not in mine. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The Bible says when you put on the full armor of God, it says above all taking up the shield of faith. Wherewith you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Faith. Now, I'm not saying it's the only implement of the, of the armor of God, but it says above all, taking up the shield of faith. How, how does Jesus Christ defeat the enemy when he comes back on a white horse? Well, it says he has a sharp two-edged sword that goes out of his mouth. What is that indicative of? The word of God. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, able to the dividing of the soul and spirit and the joint and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The Bible says, It's not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. That's a verse I quote. If I, if I go to one of those cursed places or, or whatever I might confront, is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. But you've got to believe it. And if you don't, get in the Word of God, play it in your house, because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I'm telling you, these days are coming. I'm telling you, they're coming. Honestly, it excites me. Not because I think I'm Mr. Big and Bad, but I know who my Lord is. I know 
who's on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, ever, ever making intercession for the saints. I know it. There's no doubt in my mind. And I praise the Lord Jesus Christ for it. And part of me is actually looking forward to this because of that. I understand there's going to be this black awakening like Russ Dizdar talks about. And you know what? None of it's going to take God by surprise. And who in the world on planet Earth is God going to use other than his remnant? Who could he use? I mean, yeah, you could say he could use the angels, and I'm not saying he's not going to use the angels, but he typically uses ambassadors of Christ on earth. You, do you realize that if you're one of those people that actually has that faith to believe we can go against this evil, that God could use you in a mighty, mighty way to save who knows how many souls? Who knows how many people you could be sa- that, that God could use you, and I'm not saying you're the one that saves them, but God could work through you to use to save untold souls, to bring untold glory to God. That's my motivation. Souls and glory to God. I don't want glory for myself. I could care less. The, the, God says, you know, I, I don't share my glory with anybody. I don't want his glory. Okay? I don't want it. I want God to have it. He saved my soul. It's my reasonable service to want to bring him glory and, and to see souls saved for him. It's, it's my reasonable service. That's, that's it. Okay? So, again... This is just a, kind of a passionate subject for me because I know this is gonna something's gonna go down with this. Been reporting on this way too long. The new order has way too much invested in this agenda for there for there to be nothing that would ever become of any of this. Which is how most of Christians are living their lives. They call themselves Christians. They act as though, well, oh, we don't need to know about any of this stuff. It's kind of interesting in a fanciful way. But yet, they're not prepared to deal with what the true evil agenda that's on that's afoot. So let's go forward here. Um, Hollywood lately. Uh, okay, so the movie Skyline. Again, what was well, they've taken whole swaths and sections of humanity, sucking them up into this big UFO, which is exactly it appears what happened in this village in China. Some aliens are good, some are bad. Remember, that's going to be one of the main themes of the whole alien deal. Okay, so, and mainly with the whole alien wars, language from the WebBot reports, which coincidentally may not, is no longer online as it, as it has been taken down without warning, and the people are scrambling to figure out what's going on with Cliff High and George Uri and their popular global projects. So that relates to the subject as well. Anyway, I give you the link there to the full article. Um, I couldn't really put up the whole article because there's so much to cover. Now, uh, next thing is this bizarre BBC alien disclosure commercial. I don't know if you've seen this. I just saw this yesterday. Whoa, is this uh, creepy? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this 49 second clip from this commercial from the BBC. Uh, it's this alien disclosure ad. Oh, this is creepy shows this woman she's like this alien woman and she's got this like really big kind of forehead and and stuff and she's dressed like a nun which again a lot of people are firmly believe that you know the catholics are and i do too they're going to play a really big part in this whole alien uh deception thing 
And again, look at all the, the stuff from the Catholic Church lately, just, uh, you know, acknowledging our space brethren, and that they baptize aliens, and that, that these aliens they believe are without uh, sin, so they wouldn't really have to get saved the same way a normal person would need to get saved through the horror Catholic Church. And so, again, this is one of the common themes. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this. And you'll, you'll hear it. Now, you can click on the link to see it, which is really what you should do, because I'm not doing it justice by just playing it uh, audio. So, here we go. Greetings, citizens of Earth. My people have developed technologies which allow us to throw off our physical forms and travel great distances in the blink of an eye. We are in dialogue with your leaders. Okay, now it shows her talking to Obama in a, in a chair, and he's giving some world announcement, and she's right next to him. And again, she's dressed like a like a nun, and she's real glowing and shimmery, you know. Help the human race survive its infancy, for we believe in you. We are helping your scientists find cures for diseases which afflict your bodies. And helping you to preserve your planet's most precious resources. So it shows her, she's like in like the jungle of the Amazon, and they're like, you know, and they are, they're, they're, they're destroying gigantic swaths of the jungle of the Amazon, and it shows her like pushing this bulldozer back, kind of like, she's, it's, it's almost like a holographic image, is because you can see through her, she's kind of like translucent, so, um, it's almost as though, she says we can travel great distances, and the blink of an eye. It's, it's almost as though it's it's like her spirit, but but her body. It's almost like astral projecting. Is the impression I'm getting. Many among us wage peace, and one day, with our help, war may be a thing of the past. Our army is a billion strong and growing. Okay, so and again, it ends with Zeta Reticulin. Now, Zeta Reticulin is where the greys, the little grey drone evil devil ones, say they're from. Okay, Zeta Reticulin, which is an actual star system. Um, they've also claimed to be from Orion, which you see a lot of this in Hollywood Orion films. Uh, also from Beetlegeist, and there was actually a movie named Beetlegeist, or they call it Beetlejuice, with. I think Michael Keaton in it a long time ago. That was one strange, sick show. I remember I watched it. I was unsaved. And I couldn't... It was just bizarrely weird. And uh, But that Beetlegeist is another star system they claim to be from. The, the I think more the uh, malevolent ones, the, the evil ones. So anyway, it's uh, kind of interesting how they're trying to work everything here. Now, this last one before we go to the next part is um, UK schools are now doing UFO crash drills. This is from October 10th. There seems to be a growing trend among schools to stage a UFO crash and then teach students how to react, as well as how to properly investigate and report on the incident. The latest UFO drill took place Wednesday, September 29th, at Sanford Primary School in the UK. The kids were treated to a full UFO crash test scenario that included a wreckage, police tape, and real police officers. What is interesting is that the police were on hand to show the children how to properly investigate the UFO crash site. A news article at Weston Mercury elaborates on the role played by the officers. Teacher and organizer Victoria Shepard said that the 
PCSO Wright and PC Church were brilliant. They helped the children secure the scene, talked about what to do in an emergency, how they gathered evidence, and how to interview witnesses. Are UFO drills becoming something of a routine part of curriculum in the UK? It's certainly becoming more and more of a common event. Each time a joint exercise put in place by the school, uh, each time it's a joint exercise put in place by the school and local law enforcement. Uh, See, the reality is our government knows what's going on at the highest levels, and they're preparing us for this, and they're encouraging Hollywood to do what they're doing in order to prepare us, and then there's obviously the outward manifestations, whether it's Project Blue Beam holographic images or whether they're actual real craft, okay, that people see all the time at an increasing rate. Um, A similar drill took place in February 2009 when Lancaster endowed parochial primary primary in County of Durham, staged a surprise crash behind the school. In September 2008, children from Edgewater School were made to believe aliens had landed on their playground by teachers and police. Again, each time it was conducted by a school system and police, teaching children what to do in the event of a UFO crash. Afterward, the kids are asked to write about their experience. So obviously they're not giving them the real deal. They're just, they're, they're conditioning them, you know, regarding this matter. So that's pretty much for, for the parts one and two. That's the things I really wanted to cover. We're going to go ahead and go to part three next which will talk more about the coming economic collapse, potential for martial law, these types of things. So God bless you. We'll see you in part three.